0: Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Bar. I am Toby Pack, and I am Jeff Thompson, and here with us today is Alex Graves.
1: Hello, it's great to be here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: like, for sure.
1: It's totally awesome, you know?
2: Alex, we, uh, we're we so glad to have you. Man, when when I think back to when the SideQuest Inn started, we actually started like three or four years ago, and you were there for the inaugural recording we had. One, I think we had one microphone hanging from the ceiling or something. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: that's all it was. It was like very like, uh, I don't know what the word would be. Jury rigged, I don't know. Yeah. Very minimal, I guess. Oh, it
2: was awful. <laughs> and I yelled at you guys all the time. Talk louder. Yeah, talk yeah, louder. Yeah, you're yeah.
0: way across the table, that. but I need you to yell into no the center of the table. No one can hear you.
1: No one can hear you. <laughs> no,
0: it, if I recall correctly, it sat next to Felicia, so we could pick her up and all of us would yell at her. Yeah, that's right. Pretty that sure is that right. Was right. That is right. <laughs> uh, and now you're back. So tell us a little bit about Cricket.
2: He has one arm, he, he's a Sheeran with one arm.
1: Yeah, He so he was a surgeon somewhere. I don't know, I didn't flesh that out, but <laughs> somewhere in his backstory, yeah, he was a he was a surgeon, a doctor, <clears throat> and he he has like this deep conviction about helping other people. So he maybe like there was like a, a war or something, and he wasn't above helping the other side, like healing people who are on both sides. And uh and as punishment for that, because he lives, you know, at the time under some kind of really strict rule, they decided to get rid of him and they sent him to Outlaw Town. Um and his first couple days on outlaw town did not go well you could say they didn't go you could say Thunderfist's first day in outlaw town was way better because somebody he he being a polite guy or or being an annoying guy uh depending on how you look at it he pissed off the wrong person and they they kind of just tore his arm off like right out of a socket like you would like it yeah like a like you like you would a grasshopper's leg or something oh my gosh like no problem yeah yeah just pulled it out and because of that now he can't practice medicine so it's kind of like a hard time for him
2: so hold on back up a little bit he was healing the the enemy
1: yeah i mean i don't know i was just thinking of i don't like the idea of like him failing at a surgery and and some you know nefarious people being like oh our buddy died we're gonna punish you because i don't think that he would he's good enough as a surgeon that he wouldn't he wouldn't let anybody die and he would do everything he could and so just thinking along that tr- line of, like, character building, I was like, well, what, what could you get in trouble for if your your whole mentality was, I'm going to save everybody I can? And, you know, that's what I came up with. Like, he, he didn't turn anybody away, and he healed people on both sides of the conflict, so—
2: is he going to heal the enemy in the group when you guys are fighting people?
1: I think that there will be a little bit more like too much going on. But certainly if they like took a prisoner or something, he would never he he would never torture anybody. He would he would definitely heal that person or or take care of that person. Um but he's not going to get in the way of other people, you know.
2: Yeah, I imagine they probably kicked him out because of his method of healing if it's anything like what he did with Thunderfist.
1: Hey, well, you know, it's a little unorthodox, but it works. Okay. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't knock it till you try it. All
0: right. Yeah. So like, like, I forgot about the yoga poses. That's right. So is there different poses that different people would be taking? Is it like a per person? Absolutely.
1: Pose? It's, it's totally unique to the individual. And I really liked your comment about like acupuncture stuff i thought that was really cool so yeah i was thinking he could do like some kind of eastern style medicine like you make the person move and it helps their joints or like pops their stuff back in place and then you can do lots of acupuncture to to help them out i thought that was cool it's almost
0: like even like a a feng shui type of thing you gotta get your chi to flow just right or whatever yeah that's that sounds great it's like a really cool unique way to add uh, since we're kind of in a sci-fi world like, uh, mysticism, but still a practicality sense to it. Yeah. You know, it's not just, like, glowing hands and, you know, craziness. That's
1: right, yeah. I I mean, I like the magic and wizardry of the traditional setting, but yeah. but there has to be something kind of realistic, I guess, when you're in sci-fi, because it's, it's the science part of science fiction. Yeah, right? I,
0: I, 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 that's exactly what my thoughts, anyway. I don't yeah. know. Not everyone would agree, because this is still sci-fi fantasy. We've been over this in previous episodes with our whole paper debate for... Oh, yeah, 17. that was great.
1: Your paper worked, <laughs> but his his little, like,
2: tricorder didn't.
0: Yeah, we, we've learned it, valuable it lessons of how that can really be helpful in the end. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. Yeah, exactly.
2: He's a little crazy.
1: <laughs> in, what, in what way? What I do you mean,
2: mean? The, the thing that sparks when I think about him in my head is the pinky came back, and you heard him outside, and Cricket looks at Thunderfist and just goes, Throw me in the cabinet.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So
2: <laughs> what?
1: Oh, okay, this is great. So I didn't know that he was a coward until that happened. So like, I I knew he was like a non-combatant, but it wasn't until that scenario was put in front of me where I was like, he cricket would not run out there when there's just two of them, and he knows that Pinky probably has a bunch of people with him. He would definitely hide, and especially if Pinky was going to get into the ship, and I like, start looking around. He's not going to confront him. I didn't know that about Cricket until it happened like that.
2: I love that. <laughs> I love those moments that happens to us all the time. That's That's what That's real fun. character development, right? Yeah. Like figuring out at the same time, "Oh, my character likes peanut butter." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a drug to him. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: So, how was it joining in to a group mid arc, right? Like I know that you know us and that we're all pretty good friends, but getting a character and jumping in because i didn't give you much to go off of at all
1: yeah i didn't really know a whole lot of what was happening but i did know that this was like your homebrew uh piece of the story so it wasn't you kind of deviated from what the original storyline was but yeah you didn't really tell me anything other than it's called outlaw town and it's like a moon yeah um which is part of the reason why i just started saying stuff when when cricket is talking to thunderfist you know he doesn't know where he's going or what he's doing i'm just making that stuff up and hopefully it'll become canon and we'll figure out you know how this goes but to your original question um it's kind of like asking somebody how you go on a first date you know like (laughs) yeah yeah like how do you how do you do a job interview or or what are tips for that because it's the same kind of thing i mean in my opinion because i think back to the first time i joined the group i didn't know anybody Mm -hmm. and it was it was very much like that like i don't know how this is going to go i don't know if i'm going to get along with these people it was like being on a blind date i mean it's what it was It's exactly like that and and so um this time it was easier because i knew all of you and and i didn't know the story but that's okay it's something you can figure out that's not the important part the important part is like hanging out and having a good time so so i i mean i knew it would go well i wasn't afraid
2: I love that analogy, like, going on a first date. Do you think it's the same if you went to a convention and just hopped in a table? Would it be the same feeling? Like,
0: or is that more of a blind date, I guess?
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think you're right. I think I would have the same feeling.
0: Certainly. I mean, everyone's got a different style. And and as I recall, a lot of times we play, There's a, we bend a couple, like, make a little house rules to kind of make the game more cinematic, convenient for the way that we like to play. So like some similar experiences, I've sat down like at a table just at a comic con, and just sat down and started playing with this GM that was just hosting a table or something. I don't know what he's doing, and it turned out that like uh, me and JD knew more of the rules to D and D than he did, and so we like really kind of all like three worked together, and and you could see like the thankfulness on his face. But we had that first awkward where we're kind of getting to things, and then he was like oh, uh, let me check a rule or something. He couldn't really remember. And I was like, isn't it something like this? And he's like, oh, that's exactly right. And then he kind of got to go on for that, uh, from there. And uh, I don't know. It was really nice to kind of, that once we got over that hurdle, so it's a lot like exactly what you're describing. There's a little bit of that, but.
1: Yeah, you never know. W- I mean, like, I knew Toby, but I didn't know any of the rest of you the first time we played. And you never know how that's going to go. And you got to, especially since you guys had already been playing for a long time before I jumped in the first time um i just had to feel feel out the group right like i just try to be engaged and and participate and pay attention Um, uh, but at the same time like let it happen naturally yeah. you know you just gotta let those like moment like you just described the moment where you chime in and say oh hey i think it's probably like this uh-huh. um you can't just like force it you know, <laughs> you, you know what i mean you just have to let it happen and absolutely be, and be there in the moment for it so
2: I love that. Um, Jeff. Yeah. You and your group, so Crumble, Sunny, and Cash, uh, you guys had your first fight this episode without Thunderfist. Oh, yeah. It didn't
0: go so good. No, like I have terrible defense for a melee fighter, but more often than that, it was cinematic in the sense that Cash just barely acquired these powers, crash landed his ship, and is kind of losing a bit of confidence in himself. Yeah, these things wrecked you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they were like—I mean, I've—I don't think we've ever encountered anything like that before. I didn't know exactly what to expect. I knew they'd be good at melee, but I was hoping like our ranged attacks and stuff were good enough to take them down while I maybe took a few hits, but then take them down quickly. Right. But it didn't. It took way more rounds than I was expecting.
2: Well, I also didn't play them properly. Uh, they had an ability that they had hit and run. Oh. So they could actually move, hit, and continue moving. Oh wow! So and I, that's just something that I missed. So that would have been even a tougher fight. Yeah, like no kidding, because they would have been so mobile, you wouldn't have been able to beat on them as as much as you did, anyways. But you came out alive. Uh, I think it really showed a moment where you three need Thunderfist. Yeah, and we look back to the the episode previously mm-hmm. where Thunderfist was trying to go through town. He's not a talker, right? He yeah. doesn't know how to talk to people. And that
0: was a real moment where Thunderfist needs you guys. Like, you you <laughs> are a group. It, it's obvious, like, why we have the group we have, because they fill those weaknesses in where we all have our similar strengths. It's one complete unit we can accomplish nearly anything. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of what these are about. Like, we've had this tragedy, and things are getting better, but at the same time, we're finding out... I mean we're going more into background but more into also character background. We're learning more who we are without each other and so the reunion is going to be all the sweeter.
2: Yeah, a lot of character development right now. Yeah. And now you're in a spot where you're holding Crumble's by her armpits, thrusting her <laughs> into a uh, room full of Yosoki mobsters and they're all pissed and going to come and attack you. So, again, we're we're back to No Thunder Fist. You guys are going to have to fight Crumble's can't walk, so you're either gonna have to drop her
0: or something. I don't know what cash po- is going I'm gonna to pop do. out, and I'm gonna pop out, and I don't know, probably talk. I a melee hasn't been working, so back to speeching.
2: Back to <laughs> speeching. <at> t- <laughs> you have th- that's right. You have got through so many encounters without combat because of your talking and diplomacy. I'm gonna that have to give it a go again, saved you so many times, and now you've stopped using it. and...
0: Well, it, it was hard to think of a way to use it against those guards without it just being, like, flat-footed and stuff. But, like, when no one else was, like, hitting at all, I was like, oh, crap, you know, like, we can't... I can sit there and, like, make them flat-footed all day, but it does nothing if no one's attacking, so... Right. Or, or hitting, I should say.
2: And then there's Thunderfist, who, like, took out five Vesk
0: dude, on his own. He is a... <laughs> he's so fucking badass, dude. I can't believe how amazing his fight was. Like, it was like, uh, I mean it's one thing to be confident because story-wise you've kind of knocked him around a bit, but then like actual combat when it comes down to die rolls and stuff and still exceeding, like succeeding in every way and then getting like the whole person assist at the end there and just watching him just wail on the guy as he just can't do anything for five rounds. It's, Amazing,
2: and he thought that he was still like
0: fighting. He's like, Why are you still fighting? Put your hands down, <laughs> but he was just froze, <laughs> frozen. There's like, Stop, man, you're freaking me out. He's <laughs> never Thunderfist probably never seen anything like that before,
2: yeah. And now, uh, Cricket seems to be toying with Thunderfist as well. Uh, his motives are unclear, very unclear. He convinced
0: Thunderfist to travel at night when there's a beast obviously out there. Uh- as, as an outsider that like wasn't part of <laughs> that wasn't part of that character it seemed like he was there to scavenge and loot like and accidentally ran into the security guard or something like that the place well he followed <laughs> Thunderfist, right yeah like he oh, saw that's Thunderfist
2: right. punch Yeah, he followed Pinky him back yeah oh and okay, that's followed right. him there why
0: to rob him i think
1: <laughs> um no. i don't I think maybe because well I don't know he he doesn't do so well on his own in outlaw town because he's so, so small and like yeah. more of a weaker person. Um, and Thunderfist is obviously new and he was helping some kids out. So maybe cricket is like, this guy can help me out. Like protect me, you know, quid pro quo. We can help each other. Sure. Like I need to survive here and I need somebody to help me out. And this is new, the new toughest dude on the block. So
0: how long would you say what he's following? Was he following him? Like, did, th- did you see like Thunderfist get taken advantage of by kids and punch Pinky and like this guy needs this guy needs some help and, and I need his help type and protect thing. the yeah, bar. Yeah. So I right, think exactly. he
1: probably was in the bar, yeah, uh, and saw sense. him coming in and he was you know because is not very stealthy himself, but he's also not conspicuous. He's not going to be yeah, like a big loud person, but he's and being in the shadows, yeah, if, if possible, yeah. And so I think probably saw him coming into the cantina and and talking to people and then realized that that dude is going to need some street smarts
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> that's awesome like oh so you mentioned earlier that he's small like house i guess i had a kind of a wrong image in my head how small is he so
1: he's a medium creature but i picture him as like five feet right? oh okay. so like barely so he's like to like
0: um like maybe thunder of his chest like yeah the top, like ex- his yep. antenna or yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah yeah and very skinny
1: and super skinny yeah super okay skinny, and one-armed kid. if i could have made him with a paunch, i would have and he, but he has like the two the extra arms down there. Oh, yeah. Did they pull so those like, off his little six no, no 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 his sex arms are fine. <laughs>
0: okay, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, thank he's God. A good
2: <laughs> there. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited to see what he brings to the party and how he interacts with Thunderfist a little bit more. I know you guys are going back into the town, uh, and I can't wait to see what Cash and Crew do oh, with man. all these Yosoki mobsters. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be fun.
0: Oh my God.
1: Can I tell you, like watching you guys fight those two creatures? It was so stressful.
0: It was so difficult. it was
1: really like I to be helpless, like as a passerby and just watch that was rough,
0: yeah, i but I believe it. it was not it was not the best result I could have hoped for, but we still succeeded. Mm-hmm. Even you even made it. yeah, you did
2: Uh, so we we do have not really a fan mail question today, but we have been asked a few times. We mentioned in our first episode. And we talked a little bit during this behind the bar about our, our old episodes when the side questing first started. Uh, so, people have been asking if they can still find those somewhere, if we're posting them. And to be honest, we don't know if we're going to. We, we can dig them up out of the vault and get them ready to post, but they're pretty raw.
0: There's, they. They're it the is a one mic, it's one mic. It is us actually yeah. just playing a game. Like, yeah, yeah, You're gonna yeah. hear, you would hear it all. It would be so, so natural. There's so much,
1: there's so much side talk. Oh, like so
0: chit chat and four hours long joking. too. Oh yeah, that's yeah, they're right. They're really long. long. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, they I were about still about really that. fun. We had some great adventures, but it would be pretty raw, but still,
2: they they were really fun. Uh, if you want to hear us, uh, if you want to hear those episodes and you want us to post them drop us a line at in at gmail.com and let us know. We'll see what we can do about getting them posted again so you guys can listen to them. And as always, if you have any questions you would like any of the cast to answer on Behind the Bar, shoot that over as well to thesidequestin at gmail.com.
1: Everyone's going to ask about what six arms are. No. If you, <laughs> you want just to know them, what but sex you didn't arms explain are... Them. <laughs>
2: If you want to know what sex arms are, send those to thesidequestin at gmail and in the subject line, put Alex. What are sex arms? Uh,
1: <laughs> I'll do my best to describe it to everyone. Yeah.
2: If we get even just one, we'll do a little part where Alex describes what sex arms are in our in our next Behind the Bar. That's all we have time for today. Uh, thanks for listening to Behind the Bar, and as always, remember to tip your bartenders.